We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to One on One, a KC Sports Network podcast. I am your co-host, Mike DeVito, here as always with nine-year NFL veteran and Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl champion Jeff Allen, and we are bringing you all things Chiefs football from a player's perspective. Big win, big Jeff, in Arrowhead, hard-fought game against the Oakland Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders for, forever. Oakland, they're from Oakland, baby. <laughs> We're going to get into that. We're going to get into the big game next week. But just in case I don't get a penalty, let's go ahead and talk about our sponsors real quick. Cookie Society Cookie, baby. We got that October menu going, Jeff. Incredible, man. I, it's, I just it, It's unreal. I wasn't on here last week to give its, its proper due, the glory mm. that's on this menu. Tell Twix. Us, we, have, we have a Twix cookie. Come like, on. An actual, it tastes like an actual Twix. Um, there's a shortbread crust on the bottom of it. Stuff oh, on top of can the you homemade. bring it on next time? Can yeah, I'll bring, bring it on, on man. We also time. have surprisingly, um, we had a, a pumpkin doodle cookie that's my favorite. You know, I'm, I'm a sweet potato pie type of guy, you know, it's a cultural thing, right? But this, right. this pumpkin pie thing is ridiculous, man. Like, it's off the wall, and it's my favorite cookie in the menu right now. Um, <clears throat> we got a peanut butter cup, which is basically a Reese's cookie. Um, and I'm missing one more, but just go to cookiesociety.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Cookie Society. 12-pack. 12-pack. Can't go 12, wrong. Oh, that 12-pack <clears throat> box comes in the mail. You see all those cookies. It feels great. Check them out. Cookiesocietycookie.com. They ship nationwide. Big Jeff, we love you. Thank you for your support, brother. Uh, we're grateful for our sponsors. But let's get into it, brother. Um, this is a tough – man, this is always a tough game. It's always – the the in in conference games are always tough, but then there's those special rivalry games, right? And we, we don't like Denver, we don't like any other teams, but Oakland, man. Oakland, Kansas City is like Jets, Patriots. It's that, you know, that that if you go two and fifteen for the season and your two wins are against that team, you're still like, okay, that was a productive season. Right. So talk to me, brother. Why is this game always so to tell me about this rivalry, man? You've been in as many times as I have. 
for the most part, when you think about NFL, I mean, you have rivalries. <clears throat> but in my opinion, I don't think there's much bad blood within them unless you're talking about this one. And this one is is, is solely based upon the fan base. And not to talk crap about their fans or anything, because I think it's great for the game. Right. But they they, they are menaces. <laughs> and I remember, like, I, I can remember going to Oakland. I, I never got a chance to play in Vegas. Right. Um, but, but playing in Oakland, man, those days, going into that shitty stadium, looking at little kids flip the bird to you, throwing <laughs> beer on you. Like, it lights a fire underneath you, and it, it makes the game fun from a competitive standpoint. It does. It, it just gets you going, man. I know I know. It, it, it's, you know, not the best human behavior sometimes, but from a competitive standpoint, it, it's really good to see that. So that's the first part. The, the second part is just the history of it. We yeah. all know the history of the Chiefs and the Raiders and what it means to the game of uh, football and the NFL in general. And, and I just think it, it's just the tradition just goes on and on. Like, it's a new coach. Um Hasn't really been a rivalry from a from a, I guess a, a record standpoint. I mean, the Chiefs have dominated. Yeah. But the, for the most part, the games have always been competitive because of the rivalry and, and just the bad blood between the two organizations. You know, it's funny since you said that. I mean, the Oakland Oakland has just been bad for so long. Yeah, it's, like, been, it's been. Lord have mercy. When I was with the Jets, we were talking all the way back to 2007. I remember thinking. You always thought Oakland sucked. You know, it was like Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland, Oakland. You're like, I just, I can't imagine in that long they still can't get their shit together. But no, I, I, I'll pay them. I hate the Raiders. I'll, I'll say this: yeah. I absolutely don't like them. Um, but they're arguably, I guess, one of the the, the best of the worst, in my opinion, this year. They're yeah, one yeah. and four, but their record doesn't. Um, I guess it does. It's not a good representation of, of how good of a football team they are. They've right. lost four games. Um, um, by less than a touchdown. They've been really competitive. They just haven't figured out how to get over the hump, and that, that could be because they have a new coach. Um, but it, it is a good football team, although their record doesn't say that. So it's, it, that you know, There is something – there is a sort of intangible aspect of the game that teams have, this intangible sort of thing that they're able to finish games, right? And I've yeah. never – you know, you always hear coaches talking about, we got to finish, we got to finish. And – you know, it's hard to say, well, what, what does that really entail? What does that mean? And I can the only thing I can point to is some teams that I've played with just had that. They just yeah. had that ability to finish games. Like if it was close, it didn't matter. You knew we were going to get it done at the end because we had that ability. What was a, what went into that? You know, you can talk about conditioning. You can talk about experience. You can talk about maybe it's a factor of all those things. Uh, but it was one of those weird things I remember throughout my career thinking, I'm not quite sure – what what we need to do to fit like it's not like we stop trying yeah in the yeah fourth corner you know it's like so but but yeah no that's right about Oakland man I mean th this year has been crazy for them uh, I think I think collectively you talked about finishing I think collectively just as a group from a leadership standpoint you just get that feel and yeah. and I like I tweeted um when we were down 17 to zero I'm not worried <laughs> because I, 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 I wasn't worried because I knew that I knew at some point the Raiders weren't going to finish the game properly. Yeah. And I know that we were going to pick things up and, and, and we're going to find a way to win the game just because historically that's what we've been doing. That's the makeup of the team. It's the coach. It's the quarterback. It's Travis Kelsey. Um, yeah. it's, it's all of those guys. As long as you have those cornerstones, um, you can rotate some guys. Jeff Allens can leave. Mike DeVitos can leave. Right, right. <laughs> all right. those guys. And, and you can keep it going if you got a good a good foundation and they got that. So Yeah. No, that, I mean, and, and – 
the the bonus, and we've talked about it ad nauseum, but the bonus is not only are these players incredibly talented that you mentioned, but they're in those leadership spots. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? So you have these, you have these humble, incredible players who are leading this team, right? And I've been on a lot of teams where those two things are separated. You have the dogs on the field that don't really get much done leadership wise. And then you have the leaders who aren't really doing much on the field. So we, but we, and you know, it, it, when you mix those two together, that's a potent, that's a potent thing. Yeah. But, um, but no, yeah. Uh, where was I? Where was I going to go with this? Man, we can I, just um, we could talk about like I mean we're talking about finishing. We can talk about I mean the first half versus the second half and, and yeah and the night and day and, and what we think I guess the boost was what what got us the momentum going. Thank you. Got us no, going. you. You sparked my memory. So here's what I can tell you, and this has been through the Mahomes uh, Reed era. There have been I can count probably I don't know six seven times that this team has been so far down that I know if I was on the best teams that I had ever been a part of, if we were that far down, that game was over. That yeah. game was over. It didn't matter. We just weren't going to come back from it. 17 to nothing being, being one of those borderline cases. And going off of your tweet, what I tweeted this morning after reading your tweet was Kansas City is one of these weird teams that you could be down three, KC be down three, and it feels like they're up 20. Mm-hmm. And if they're down 20, it feels like they're down by three. Like there, there's never a gap where you're like, oh, I'm worried now. Like you ever worried? I mean, the the only game I could say it was you knew it was over was Tampa in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and, yeah, that definitely. I'm never worried. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, even I mean, you got the Tampa deal. That was that was because of personnel and injuries on the right on the line front. Um, but the the year the year prior, winning the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. that entire run was come back from behind victories um, in the biggest moments. When everything was on the line, they found a way, or we found a way. So, that that is that is what this team is. And I know right. it's only one ring so far, but this team has a championship mindset year in and year out, and, and it's championship a bust. Um, so these guys are going to compete, and they're going to treat every single game with the proper respect because they know they have a a bullseye on their chest. Yeah, that's uh, those are great points, Jeff. And, and let's go back to that the sort of first half versus second half that you had brought yeah. up. I mean. Uh, I've been a part of these games before, right? It's like uh, all of a sudden at halftime, you wake up and you're like, oh, wow, we're we're playing a game. Uh, but, you know, you never want to start slow, but it happens. Throughout, you know, every season, teams are – there's going to be those games where teams start slow. I mean, I can't remember being on a team that ever started fast every single game. So as much yeah. as you shoot for that, there are going to be times you start slow. But you had an interesting take, and so go ahead – so tell me about the penalty because I know we're going to talk about yeah. that. But tell me how you how you saw that playing into this game. As crazy as it sounds, that penalty where we didn't get the the, the strip fumble from Chris Jones and they called it rough from the passer, right. that was the turning point in my opinion. That penalty going against us right. and us facing that adversity, the crowd got into it. The coach, I've never seen Andy Reid that pissed off. Never. I, he's right. getting he's getting after the ref. Uh, Patrick is pissed off. The entire team is just pissed off and lit a fire underneath everyone. Um, they go up twenty to they go up twenty to seven. We get the ball back with seventeen seconds. Patrick surgical gets right down the field. Boom. The new kicker drills a, a Chiefs record for a field goal to go into the half twenty to right. ten. At, at that moment, I knew okay, the momentum was back on our side. I knew without a doubt we were going to get the ball back, start the half, and get a touchdown. And from there, it was game. In my opinion. The, the, that's a really interesting point. I just, but I do want to, I don't know if I brought this statistic up before, but 
you know, one thing we practice a ton in the NFL and good, good coaches will practice it are two minute situations, both two minute yeah. before the half and two minute uh, at the end of the game. Obviously two minute at the end of the game is very important, right? Uh, games on the line, but two minute going into the half, the statistics are insane. When you look at the last person that scores going into halftime, how, what the percentage are of that team scoring. So the person last team scoring before going into halftime, that, that percentage of wins for the team that scores last going into the halftime is like 80 or 90% chance that that team is going to win. I guarantee you, I know how you know that statistic. You play for the New York Jets and you face Tom Brady. He was the best at it. <laughs> <laughs> he was that's, the best at it. Exactly and everyone, every team around the league, they would go into the film room and they would say, New England's the best at end of half situations. They're going to oh, figure okay. out. They're going to figure awesome. out where to score, and if, you, if they score, the percentages shoot through the roof. So oh, shout out to Jim. Tom Brady. I know he got a uh, a good call, which he does from time to time. But, you know, I'm giving him his flowers right now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. It's it, And you're right. That's exactly where it was from, uh, was from my time with the Jets because of playing against New England. And it, it's just a dagger in the heart when a team can yeah. go down, especially with 17 seconds left. And so I had actually had turned it off after that last score uh, with the 17 seconds left, thinking, uh, you know, let me put the kids to bed and get this, that, and the other. And then all of a sudden, I get a notification on the phone that, you know, they kicked the field goal within the, with that 17 seconds. I was like, boom, we're good. We're solid. Uh, going in. So, but that's really interesting what you said about the that bad call, getting the guys fired up. Because you heard Travis Kelsey talk about it. I don't know if it was today or yesterday. He said, once you see Big Red fired up, he's like, everybody's yeah. getting fired up. I don't remember ever seeing him like that. They're not I, even I, close to that. I have never – there have been a couple times in training camp where I've heard him say some things that he doesn't typically say, but it's right. few and far in between. But I've never seen him on the field lose his composure in that way. And I'm going to say he lose, lost his composure because it was warranted. It was a terrible yeah. call. It, it, it was just bad. So, But I, I've never seen that from him. So I, I'm pretty sure the team was like, wow. We should be pissed off, too. Hey, sorry to interrupt today's podcast, but I have to tell you about a couple of our sponsors. First one being Liquid Death. You've heard us talk about this company all the time here on Kansas City Sports Network. Here at KCSN, we love Liquid Death. And when I'm looking through the bottled water section of my local store... And I say, oh, what are those strange tall boys up there? I know it's Liquid Death. And you might look at it and be like, wait, what is that up there? Kind of rad-looking cans. It's Liquid Death. And it's spring water from the Alps. It's not beer. And it is called Liquid Death. Yeah, that name jumps off the can. The the can design, everything. I would show you a can, but I don't have one because I've drank all of them. I've drank everything that they've given me at Liquid Death because it's so delicious. Because it absolutely murders your thirst. That's why it's called Liquid Death. It murders your thirst. And not only does it murder your thirst, but it brings death to plastic bottles. I hate plastic pollution. You hate plastic pollution. Their infinitely recyclable tall boy aluminum cans help bring death to that as well, that pollution. And they donate 10% of their profits to uh, help kill plastic pollution. Another good thing about the folks over at Liquid Death. And let me tell you, they've got, uh, I believe, four different flavors that you can get. 
Uh, no, five, if you talk about their uh, flavored sparkling waters. They've got a berry. They've got a mango. They've got a lime. All of them are very good. As a guy who drinks sparkling water myself, love the liquid death versions of them. Make sure you go check those out. They have just a still, spark, a still water, which is the water from the Alps. Kind of weird to be drinking out of a can. But it feels good to be drinking out of a can because you're doing you're doing good for the environment. And they also have just a regular sparkling water if you want to add it to your add it to your uh, mixed drinks. Maybe have it be a little bit of a, of a beverage mixer you could have there with your Liquid Death. But they've got all kinds of things, and you can go find it at your local Woodman's, Seven Eleven, Roundies, or Hy-Vee. Or here's what you can do: you can go and find a Liquid Death retailer near you using uh, code KCSN. That's liquiddeath.com/kcsn. Go to that website, find a Liquid Death retailer near you. That's liquiddeath.com/kcsn. But, but I mean, I guess we'll transition to um, that. Was such a bad call from a defensive lineman's perspective? If you were playing the game a day, how hard would it be, you know, to sack a quarterback? Well, I wouldn't have any issues because know, I'm just <laughs> I'm just taking on double team. <laughs> so the, the the one time I get anywhere near them in a season, uh, yeah, it's incredibly. I mean, the these rules, what's going on now, and remind me when I get to the end of this to to bring up one other point about how I don't see them changing. Um, but the the way that the rules are now with the you know. However, you with the area you have, this sort of area you have the sack quarterback, and how you can't go low, can't go too high. Um, to be rushing back there at a hundred miles an hour, working your moves, bull rushing a guy back, whatever it is, you're you know, five to seven yards as fast as you can, and then to the in that split second, be able to adjust your body so that you're hitting within this, you know, the small framework. Uh, you know, the small target hit zone that you can hit. Yeah. I mean, I, and I just don't know how you do it. And then you get a guy like Chris Jones, who's eight foot 10. <laughs> I mean, it's like, he's not, you're at, it's just, it seems un, it seems totally unreasonable. And, uh, yeah. and I, I don't know, Jeff, do you remember there being that many hurt quarterbacks hurt due to sacks uh, prior to these rules that you thought we need to implement something because these guys not, not any more or less than there already are. Um, I d- that's what I'm I, saying. I think I think the the rule in it, itself there's good intentions. Obviously, I mean for most teams, the face of their franchise is the quarterback. They get paid the most money. Um, it, it's what's it's what's makes it's what, it's what makes the season competitive. Having a good quarterback, right. so they want to protect those guys. But in the same sense, like these are big dudes. And I'm an offensive guy. I want offenses to, to succeed. But you're telling the defender to beat a 300-pound man, get around him, and then slow down and try to find a way to softly put down a 6'5", 6'6", human being that's 220 pounds, 230 After pounds. After he stripped the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it's impossible. I mean, I mean, I know Roethlisberger isn't playing anymore, but you got guys like Big Ben who was like an offensive lineman. You um, couldn't – you know how hard you had to hit him to bring him exactly. down? Exactly. So the, the physics of it, I think they didn't take that into account. Like, okay, it takes a little bit of force to bring these guys down. You can't just bump into them. They're going to fall unless you're going to change the rule to I touch the quarterback, I sack him. Right. Um, but it, it takes a lot of force to bring a human being down. It doesn't matter if it's a quarterback, running back, tight end. Quarterbacks are big too. Yeah, they're big I, dudes. I remember – you know when this came to light with me? when We were playing um, Denver – in 2015 and 
I was just, for whatever reason, that one game, I was on fire with my rushes. And one time I got back and almost brought down Peyton Manning. And I, this was the second game. Remember we smashed them up? Yeah, and that, down. what was Peyton, 6'7"? I was like, wow, this dude's really tall. And then they brought Roethlisberger, or um, not Roethlisberger. Osweiler. He's 6'8". I was like, what the hell? It's like he was you. Like you just don't you don't realize these, these quarterbacks aren't feeble human beings. You know what I mean? No. These are big, big human beings. And so no, I'm I totally agree with you. Uh it just seems it just seems unreasonable to ask these guys. Yeah. Again, and we talk about the speed of the game constantly. It's so it's so much faster than I was when I when I was there. So even sort of the context that I'm thinking of it in, I don't even know what it's like now. Um, but it's just it's so hard. I mean, I see some of these ones where guys are are just they're not even going low on purpose. It's just yeah. how they ended up stumbling down. And you almost you're almost asking them to instead of reaching out to grab the quarterback, you got to roll out of there almost like you're at practice to get out of his way. I just and here's I, the thing, Jeff. Oh, go ahead. Before yeah, I, you know, I was just gonna say, I don't feel bad for defenders often, but yeah. some of these rules that that that, that they have and. Just their inability to play the game fast, it, it, it's tough, man. Like, something has to give. We do understand that player safety is very important. I'm a former player. You're a former player. Um, we want to have healthy lives post-football. And yeah. there's some things that you have to give to do that. But you can't – the integrity of the game is the integrity of the game. Right. Football is a violent sport. Uh, for right. the most part, we know what we signed up for, and it's a part of it. There's some things that can change from a safety standpoint. But there's just some things that are inevitable. You can't – there's some contact. There's some things that you can't change. And and, and they're, they're doing too much, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And here's my here's my thought, and tell me what you think, Jeff. Um, but here's my sort of um, outlook. I, I don't think it's going to change. I bet you no. the NFL loves it. I bet you they love it. Because we, we, we talk about, the, you know, the owners, they care. This is a money league. This is all about money. Right? Yeah. They, they are – Bottom dollar, that's the most important thing. So think about this situation. What's going to prevent your team from doing well and from people just showing up to watch your team play and from you making money? Is it going to be that the uh, ref is throwing flags because your defensive linemen are sacking the quarterback too hard? That's not going to prevent anybody to stop watching the game. But what about if your starting quarterback gets hurt and now you have to go to a backup? And now you're instead of having Mahomes who's scoring 50 points a game, you got Henny who's giving you 18, and you're losing. And now, yeah. now people are going to stop watching. The, you know, now that, now that's a recipe for disaster. So I don't that's think it. the NFL gives a damn. I bet you they, you know, applaud that ref for what he did because it's like that's Derek Carr. If anybody's going to go watch the Raiders, he's the big reason why. And if he gets hurt, they're really going down the toilet. And so screw it. You know, that's throw a, the that, floor. That's a great point. I mean, obviously, follow the money. And, uh, yeah. and business always comes first, and I agree with you. I don't, for that very reason, I didn't think of it from that perspective. I don't think it will ever change um, because you have to protect your precious commodity. And like I said, when you look at any team's cap, if you got a quarterback on a second deal, he takes up the majority of it. He takes a big portion of that pot. Um, right. I mean, Patrick is getting goddamn – a half a billion right now. <laughs> him, and, him and Bezos are hanging out. Yeah, yeah you, you, yeah, you know those owners' meetings. Uh, Mr. Hudson, they're like, nope, we can't let Patrick get hurt. That <laughs> damn ruling place. That's right, man. You know uh, it. I, so I, I get it. But 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 when I say the integrity of the game, 
Um, we saw it in Atlanta. It, I, it possibly cost them a game when they called that on Grady Jared against Brady. Mm. Um, we were we were able to overcome it, um, but it could have cost us a game. And not let it. Don't let this affect the game. We get in the playoffs. Are you going to call it like this, or is this something early in the year where you're like we got to call it like this to get to the playoffs? Wow, that's so interesting. That, that's interesting. That that's what I'm saying. Like I don't want it to affect, you know, late season pushes or or, or playoff pushes and cost teams games because th- mm. if this happens during the playoffs. You might lose some viewership. Like if a team has a chance to yeah, go to a Super Bowl, a lose the Super Bowl, you're going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. So um, it definitely has to be some some give and take. I, I see both ways. That's that's a good point. I didn't think of it like that, and that that's certain that's certainly the case, right? You start getting these kind of calls down the stretch, where now teams, uh, you know, now it is deciding important games. Yeah, not they're, they're all important, but I mean, obviously yeah. important games, games where you can. You can pinpoint. You're not going to look and say, "Well, week two um, or week four, when they got that call, we would have made the playoffs." It's, it's kind of hard to to make that point. But if it's week sixteen and you got to win one to get in the playoffs, and you lo- lose it because of a bad call, you can definitely say it was because of that. So very. That's yeah, great point, brother. Well, all right. So we got through it. We rebounded after the second half. We feel good. Kel scores four touchdowns. Oh, a- we didn't we didn't mention that, Kelsey. Oh. You are the GOAT, my man. That's I'm, I'm incredible. I'm thankful I was able to play with you. I got one of your jerseys. I'm definitely going to put that thing on eBay because it's going to be worth a million bucks. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I know. I, I tell my kids. There are only a few people that I tell my kids, like, wow, I got to play with that person, like Revis, DJ, and, yeah. you know, Kelsey. You know, it's just amazing. And, you know, I got to see him when he when he was young, too. So when you see where he's come and how much he's done. 33. He's like fine line. He's getting better with time. Unbelievable. It's, it's amazing. So. I mean, I don't see he's he's not slowing down. He's getting better every year, which is which is absolutely nuts. Wasn't the stat line kind of funny too? It was like twenty seven catches, twenty five yards, yards, and four four touchdowns. touchdowns. But they were they they did a good job. Like the Raiders did a really good job of scheming up Kelsey. They 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 doubled them. They they made it hard for him to get off the line. Gave a bunch of different looks, which gave a lot of guys opportunities other than Kelsey. But when he counted down in that red zone, he found a way to get open. So yeah, that's what the great ones do. Shout out Kelsey, man. I can't wait. He's be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, well, just an excellent career. He's fun to watch. We're lucky to have him in the Shout camera. out to his podcast. You, you oh, yeah. yeah New Heights. Great, New Heights. And his New brother. Heights was they're, Jason. They're killing it. One of my favorite podcasts right oh, now. Oh, they are funny, man. They um, are so funny. Yeah, New Heights. Definitely. you got to check that out. Yeah, it's a good call, Jeff. All right, brother. That's behind us. We're moving on now. We got what the analysts, I think, are predicting to be the best or predict as the best team in the NFL or whoever the power rankings or whatever that is. Uh, however, they figure that out. We got the bills this week at home, Buffalo. Talk to me about this game, brother. We're coming off the big win. This is one of those ones that you can't start off slow. This isn't lot. This isn't our last time playing <laughs> Buffalo. I'm going to put that on no, record. Yeah, no doubt. On record yeah. right now. If we want to do what we want to do and win a Super Bowl, we're going to be playing Buffalo in the playoffs. So I think Buffalo is still looking like the best team in football. They have the number one offense, number one defense, but they're coming to Arrowhead. Yeah. And that is a different beast. That is a different beast. That's going to be tough. And I'm really surprised that we're home underdogs. Three points. Um, I, I see the Chiefs winning this game. I know we're going to come out fast because we have no choice. Because we, mm. we start this game slow. Josh Allen, their offense, um, it could get ugly. So we're going to have to play good complimentary football, offense, defense, special teams, make a ton of plays, and, and we'll pull it out. 
Yeah, I think they're they're averaging well over 100 yards rushing a game, 330-something yards. They do, they do everything well. It looks like – I mean, it's one of those stat lines on Madden that you see when you create a franchise. Number one defense, number one offense, leading them in every category. Um, great players, um, great organization. They've been building this for a while. Mm. And I, I can't give them enough credit because it, it really reminds me of Kansas City. Um, mm. Just just the fans, um, the, the team, how most of it's homegrown, the diversity they've hit, and, and how this thing has been building. Um, but unfortunately, um, they're building this thing while Patrick Mahomes is in Kansas City. So yeah. that's, that's tough. It's, it's It really is amazing. This is a team, unlike Oakland, that was bad, you know, at the beginning of my career. We were always like, oh, we'll just we'll pound on Buffalo, but has really done a great job. And it also talks to I mean, you get a you get a good quarterback in place. Yeah. That's that's game over. That's game yeah. over. Yeah, going into Arrowhead. I mean, you could see it. it. It even seems different from when I was there. You know, we talked 2013, 2014, 2015. We had gotten the, the the ship going in the right direction. I mean, we were winning a ton of games, and Arrowhead was loud as hell, breaking records. But they're just – I mean, I don't know if it's just that I've been out of it or if things have changed a little bit, but when I watch it on TV, so it's like, wow, that is an experience. That is an experience. And so you're totally right. When you look at these two teams and how they match up, you know, here and there, a little bit over here, a little bit over there, but when you talk about the advantage of being an Arrowhead – and it's, I mean, every week showing out, watching, watching Arrowhead, watching that stadium is like unbelievable. There's, there's nothing like it in the NFL. So I'm excited, uh, man. This is, this is these games. These as a competitor, and, and looking at it, these are the games where I miss playing. Like, yeah, big time games against big time teams, and you know, even though it's early in the year, you know this one's going to count for something, whether it be no home doubt. field in the playoffs. But this is going to count for something. It's going to be a tiebreaker because. I, I don't see either one of these teams slowing down. This is going to just be one of the first matchups. And that's got to be, you know, that's the message this week, right? I mean, that, that's a great point. I haven't even thought about that. But you can, you really got to treat this like a playoff game. Yeah. Because this is the other team. Right? Like when I think of the AFC, I mean, you think of Buffalo, Kansas City. I mean, who else is in that discussion? I mean, you have Miami. They looked a little, little big, but they they lost the quarterback. They They've lost. lost the they're struggling. Yeah. They've lost and, two and, and, they, and they haven't been building this thing. I feel like that's something later down the road. Right, right. Buffalo has been building this thing for years. And right. Similar to Kansas City, um, these two organizations are the cream of the crop, in my opinion. Um, and they're going to find a way to, to to meet again later. So exactly. So you got to you got to get this like it's you know got to get this win just like you got to get the win on Oakland and Denver. This is one of those games that is going to have playoff implications. Where the bracket ends up, you know, fitting winning this game is going to be huge because this is the other team that's going to be be there at the end for the top one and two. And now it's just one, one that, that one bye week, one that's, bye week. That's, that's critical, critical, man. Critical after Coming seventeen off, uh, weeks. seventeen games. Yeah. That, that. You got to get that prize. We got to win got this it. one. And like I said, if we're going to play a good football team like this, we want to play them at home, including exactly. the Exactly. So let's get this win. Awesome. That's great. Big Jeff, brother, love you. Chiefs Kingdom, thank you for tuning in to One on One. We will see you again next week with a win over Buffalo. We'll celebrate, have some Twix cookies, maybe have a guest on here, Big Jeff. Yes, sir. And we will we'll sit here and reminisce on beating the Bills and then look forward from there. Love you, Chiefs Kingdom. Thanks for tuning in. Go Chiefs, beat the Bills. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.